man. I'm, yo, man, I'm like Teddy Riley in here. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like Teddy Riley in this joint. Damn, I got all these gadgets rolling. I'm trying to get the Zoom going, man. The late bloomers, we made it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, man, motherfucking, uh, Fab was playing, Fab was playing some of his joints. What do you say about niggas only talking because they got free Wi-Fi? My shit, like, you there? OGEs, you in the building? You went out, I ain't hear what you said. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Fab said niggas talking cheap because they got free Wi-Fi. <laughs> my shit, my Wi-Fi is going in and out, mate. My shit's sturdy. Of course it is. Everything's dirty about OGE. <laughs> you, got so you, thing, bro. you said you wanted to get into the verses. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right into the verses. I actually I watch these joints three separate days. When did John come out? The Kiss versus Fab verse. That was Monday night. What night is it tonight? What is it right now? It's Thursday night. Oh, dog. Yeah. I, I've been watching this shit every day in bits and pieces. I've been listening to Versus Fab versus Fab Kiss Radio on the Versus. <laughs> the what? The what? They got the Fab, the Fab and, on Apple Music. They got the Fab and Kiss versus Radio. I've been listening to that. Like, <laughs> yo, you can't tell me. I'm trying to get the Zoom rolling for it too, but you can't tell me. That versus wasn't everything for us. It wasn't everything because Fab stunk it. Fab didn't stink it. This is just that critical. The people don't realize Kiss's catalog. Nah, but mo- Fab still he he still stunk it though. No, DJ Booth stunk it. Nigga. Yeah, like, he he stunk it. Yes. Why would you bring a nigga named DJ Booth? Come on, man. We don't smoke that booth. Why would you? Why would that's you? Bring... His, that's his DJ. He said, Fab cutting corners, dog. Clearly. Fab cutting corners with his DJ, bro. Jada Kiss, he, he said he, he was preparing for this, John. He wasn't taking it lightly at all. Like, he was. Right. He said his son was texting him songs to make sure it was loaded in the Serato. Right. Mad people was texting them playlists. Make sure you got this in your job. Right. And it clearly showed, like. Yo, Eve, I had a ball. Even still, I just had a couple pointers from this, John. Fab swag is unreal. People don't understand. <laughs> you have to see him actually record the song. To get the swag that's coming from it, because otherwise, this boy is just the coolest, best dressed, most accessorized nigga in school. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just is too. He's too swagged out. He's it's crazy. This is bars was too pivotal for a, a lane and era of hip hop that just goes too unnoticed, too much. Because Kiss is telling you all oh, this joint is 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 Swiss beats first placement. This joint is the second placement. All of them, all of that stuff was critical to me. One thing I did peep 
was that Fab has the voice, Kiss has the voice, Fab has the bars, Kiss has the bars. What what Fab didn't have early on was a, a critical engineer. You know what I'm saying? His vote like Kiss vocals from like Diddy in the remastering is crazy. Like right. his vocals from like nine eight is crispy, cuz like them Jones mm-hmm. futuristically crispy, all his Jones. And he didn't, whoever his engineer was when they left Bad Boy, whoever the D-Block engineer was, he was critical too. Right. DJ Clue and Desert Storm, it's the reason why you never heard another artist from Desert Storm. They was cutting corners on the engineers. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Or it's just a really a street label. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How you feel about the verses overall, though? I mean, it went. It, I didn't think it would be a blowout, but I mean, it, it went. Was a landslide. It went as I would. I expected Kiss to win. I like Kiss catalog better than Fab's. Like I'm a bigger Kiss fan than Fab. I thought I was. I'm a, obviously I love Kiss's bars, but I as a fan of rap. I'm thinking I'm a Fab fan. I just love Kiss too, but when I realized it, I knew all of them Jones Kiss was playing. Right. Like all of them old school Jones, I knew them Jones more than the Fab Jones, except for, and I'm about to intersect you, me and CT was on the golf course watching the verses, and I was napping on the Fab Jones. You're goddamn right. I'm feeling myself a chauffeur. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I'm, I'm willing myself. Leave it to Cassidy and then Fab showing that's Fab showing how he came through errors. He giving you an old school Cassidy John. That John was crazy though. I don't care what nobody say. But what was crazy? Fab that verse that Fab gave off on there, but that was not right. the for Fab. And he was he was Fab didn't have a script to stick to. He was letting Kiss play with his head. Kiss was playing with his head a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And Kiss was sticking to the script, but Kiss had they yo Kiss had Jones. He could have played. I didn't hear him play the John with Mariah. Like he could have played a couple Jones. Which one with Mariah? Because I just was listening to a podcast and they was talking about um, Kiss got better R and B Jones than Fab, and you would think that that's I won't say better, but they solid though. He got better, but I. S- right, that's S- the one you talking about with Mariah. Yeah, that joint. Yeah, I remember he got he's on the Honey remix too. Like, yeah, I'm talking about that one too. But I'm talking about the joint with Sunshine Anderson too. If it took respect to live, y'all be dead. <laughs> Everybody, yo, one song came Kiss on. The game, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, the one joint came on. I was like, damn, he played the joint. He was like, yeah, this was our song, but. They gave it to Black Rob, and I was like, damn, I thought about you, because I had that joint on Napster, guys. And I was <laughs> like, a couple joints Kiss played was like out of Error Force, and we got back in Error, and the, and the, what was that Error called? The downloading Error? What Error was the Napster? The file sharing Error. Right. So, a lot of them Kiss joints came of age for me in, in, my, in my Napster wallet, in my Napster folder. Like, a lot of them joints. So, 
But that should just show you why Kiss is top five BOA because a lot of young boys got fab up there. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, man. A lot of people got fab over Kiss. A lot of young boys got fab over. People just, Kiss just been out. Kiss was out when Big was still alive, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a right. long time, bro. People can't even fathom that, bro. He talking one track Kiss played. He talking about, yeah, man, this is my track because I came in the studio and B.I. was playing this joint. I'm like, damn, he going back. Right. That I was did crazy. real songs with Big. No made up shit. No made up shit. Here we go. Here we go. I enjoyed it though, yo. That was my favorite. And I like that they was it was actually like a battle type situation too. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, once oh. once verses started getting it right where you was where everybody is in the same room and just you know. Right. I think they, they got, just did that for the for the rappers though. No, they did well, it they for Buju Bantan and the other nigga too, right? They did it for Alicia Keys and John Legend. Oh, I didn't see that joint. I hit the snooze button on that joint. Yeah, I mean I did too, but I'm just saying they they've been doing it like they've been they've been linking up. I wasn't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, as the quarantine got more lax, they've been letting people link up more. I wasn't catching Fab with you. What's up, girl? I got to ask it. Don't play that when you were kissed, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did, like, he played Uptown. He he played the joint with me. He didn't want Kiss to play the joint with Big. But he played the joint, the Uptown Vibes, right after that. You can't play Uptown Vibes in the joint with Kiss, dog. Like, he clearly, not... he clearly liked that song. He liked that verse. Like That song did a lot for him recently, clearly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I'm mad. Whatever. That's what he mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, D, my little mama. Yeah, I, like I said, fast. And I gotta, I gotta uh, call myself out too, cause I heard myself dropping some shit. I told you one time, I told uh, Truck North or the Roots crew that I fucked with Elza, Royster Five Nine, and Fab. And this was one point he he said they was ABCD rappers. He said Fab is an ABCD rapper. You know what I'm saying? And it really took me off my game, but. Monday night, I understood why. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> this really made him look like an ABCD rapper. <laughs> For real, cuz. I was, I was like out of my element listening to Fab, except for when, they, obviously, when they first came off, though. Cause it's like, I mean, Kiss stuck to the, he stuck to the, he stuck to, you know, what make, people like Kiss, he didn't try to bring out his quote-unquote so he didn't, not because I can't even say hits, he didn't even go in his single bag really, you know what I'm saying? Did he play fuck the frail shit? I don't know, I feel like he, if he did you know, it was, it was trouble for Fab, it was so many songs that was trouble for Fab so it's like he was in there, That, that was like 
That was like B Hop and, and Roy Jones. That was Roy Jones, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's after they finally fought. They both been in the game. Fab been undefeated in the battle forever. They finally locked up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, 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 and what they call him, show you that vintage form. He show you elements of his former self. Like, but why he did, why he pound for pound, the, one of the goats. But yo, let's, that top five DOA spot, yo, Kiss got that, yo, bro. I got like, it's no debate with me. He top five. I don't know what the five is, but <laughs> but Kiss is top five, yo. I mean, if he got into a mix with somebody who you really think is top five, he would get he would be in trouble. But why? Not if we go song for song again. And another versus, if he gets into a versus with somebody that you're saying is top five dead or alive, it's gonna be different because. They mm. like Fab. Fab fell victim to not preparing and not having the actual like good. Like he let Booth, he let Booth like coach him into a L. Like yeah, like the fact that Clue wasn't in there with him. Like where was Clue at? You know, mm. Clue know the Jones to play. Right. I mean, I That's don't know it. if he do or he don't, but he gotta know Fab joints more than Booth, cause you know what I'm saying. But he, he just he just missed he just missed the mark with so many tracks and it's just like I mean I don't know because even even if Fab I don't know like I don't know what because I seen I don't know I can't even consider the time I seen Fab live a real like live Fab performance but because right. I seen him perform at Mitchell and Ness right. And I mean, it was you know Fab super chill. Mm-hmm. It was you know what I mean. So it's like the performance didn't move me, but at the same time, we in Mitchell and Ness. But I'm like, I'm not think I don't think that that performance would be different if I seen him at a venue like an actual concert venue. What is Fab is definitely an aesthetic rapper, a swag rapper. I made some comments that. Fab really brought he brought swag to the mainstream. He brought the hood swag to the mainstream like all of it at one time with swag rap songs that were successful off the back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I really gotta give him that. Like they to me, they gave you two elements, two strong elements of New York rap. You know what I'm saying? But Kiss Kiss is just another He's just another another breed, my man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, he's just another he's just another level of a lyricist. And now Styles can't go. Like, who's gonna go with Kiss? Like, no, like, cause I feel like Kiss could have did that to Fat Joe. Who else can go? Who's Buster gonna go against? Like, who are these people gonna go against? Me? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's the next versus? Who who you really trying to see go versus? You know what I'm um, saying? At this point, I want to see Hove and Nah. Let's save that. Who you want to see that? Probably think they one of the best rappers of all time. I want to see LL get washed by somebody in a versus. So you want to see LL and Busta go at it, or LL and who? Because only Busta could probably go head to head with LL. 
Only? No, not only, but I mean... Who else could go head-to-head with LL that's, like, relevant now that people would care about? Who? Is LL relevant now? Like, hold on. Why do we got to He's relevant enough as LL as a household name in rap where people would check into his verses. You see what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg. Ooh. But Snoop said he he will only go verses with hoes. He said LL's ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? He said LL ahead of who? Snoop said Snoop is like LL. LL basically taught these niggas how to rap, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, LL was out in 83, cuz, 82, bro. Snoop didn't come out to like 90, 91, 92. He was out 85, but I mean, I. Who, Snoop? No, LL. All right, well, we're going to have to cross-reference that. Uh, I, I mean, that's when, this, that's when this debut came out. I don't know how he was out here, though. All right. I don't know how he was out there. I feel like his debut, he was, like, 18. So, I mean, how, how old was he when he was out here before that? Uh, he was Shy Moss with it. Okay. He was Shy Moss before Shy Moss. That's the, that's, the, that's the enigma of LL because he was really, like, a teen rapper. He just was, like, a grown man. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. So he was. I think he was. He might have been younger than that. But we could. We could double check that. Ain't about that. It's not. But I mean, like I said, I just want to see L get washed in the verses, man. It's not gonna get washed. Look, look, who? What was your? What was your toughest joint from Fab? Like when he played the joint with Junior Reed, that set it off for me. Like, <laughs> what's your highlights from Fab? Because we can't do this to Fab. Because Fab is my nigga. I can't. I gotta like give him some love. I mean, Washington. Yeah, kiss Washington Rinstein. Like it's it's cool. It is what it is. I don't know. I don't know why people thought it would go differently, but I get why they would. But I just, you know, I mean, I I don't know what songs people wanted Fab to to play that would have been like, you know. They would have stood up better. I think if he would have ran his actual just, he would have stuck to a game plan, like, come in, like, if he would have came in with the track list that he would have had, if he was seeing a Nelly or Ludacris, maybe right. it would have maybe it would have stood better. But That's because that's his lane. That's exactly my point, too. That's Because that's Fab Lane. And when Fab was really releasing and hitting the people, people remember that how they felt. But what you got to remember is that Kiss wasn't releasing at the same clip as Fab was in those times. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fab was really, like, Kiss is an oxymoron because he a nice individual rapper, but he's in the group, and he really released like that. You know what I'm saying? He releases more with, with Styles or with the locks than he do by himself. You feel me? I mean, how many solo albums do Jada Kiss have? At least three. You might got yeah, he got three now, three or four it's now, but look at it over four. the time period. Fab yeah. got more than that though. Yeah, but I don't think none of them is higher than Kiss albums though. But, but I understand that, but the singles and Fab Fab's wave, Fab's lane really sat with the people. Cause Fab was remixable, featureable, you know what I mean? Like that was that was Fab. He was come he hopping on everything, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Kiss is not hopping on everything. <clears throat> so, you know, I just feel like Fab had the airways for a period that people feel like they remember or that they felt more than Kiss because Kiss shit, 
Kiss was hot when the, when the, you had to listen to niggas on the radio. You still was dubbing tapes a little bit. You still dubbing CDs and a, a, a tape from a CD and shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's just a different time when Kiss was hot. And Kiss never stopped being hot, though. But like I said, he shelved up. He did a couple thousand Kiss joints, a couple locks. You know, he, they did the Freddie versus Jason. And I think that's more or less so because people... Wanted to see who was better out of them then, and they didn't do no justice to you on that project. Are you saying who was the nicest out of the two on that project? They didn't really give it no justice. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, we could, I wanted to slide over real quick. Because I, 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 man, I took a phone call. I took a phone call this AM. And I just want to take it here since we in the rap game. We can keep our hippie hour in the rap game because we still don't give them a full feature uh, show. But I I was just I was just appalled. I'm just appalled. And, and late bloomers bingo unlocked. I'm just appalled at the level of people who are so quick to say that Drake is better than old and their reasons why. Like, Hove is not one of the people you could just say somebody is better than. And what's also appalling to me is how many people keep talking about Beyonce put Hove on. Like, I compared it to this. Barry Bonds was still Barry Bonds. Beyonce is a PED. But <laughs> Hove was still Hove before Beyonce. Cause, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. Bill Bill came out, Hove was that nigga. He had a number one album. And he never looked back. Of course, when they linked up and they went on tour together, you you like Hove, you like Beyonce, you Beyonce's popping, she's charting, the mm-hmm. women is buying her shit, the world is reacting to her shit. Hove is fucking with her because he's been fucking with her, as we all know, because we, we culture boys, we follow the bars, we know what's going on, like the tabloids do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's why I'm tight that people... People think Drake just came up. Yo, Drake been putting in work. Drake was a MySpace rapper. That's a if Hove Hove didn't have these things. Cause best believe if Hove had these things, it might have been to his benefit if he could concentrate his audience that early. All Drake had to do was keep going forward. His audience was concentrated since day one. He had a group of people following him, thousands of people following him before he even got signed with Young Money, bro. And that's just something people just take for granted. You know what I'm saying? When they talk about Hov. Because Hov shit was really organic. He was really just a nigga that could rap with a couple homies that was in the rap game. But he was like, I don't know how to make money from this. Because the nigga from my project, he's the first nigga to get a million dollar record deal. And he doesn't have a million dollars. And I just spent two months with this nigga in London. You feel me? And he's broke. And I'm back on the block. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So you can't like you can't just insert I mean, obviously you could say that Drake is Michael Jackson numbers and he's this, everybody in the world knows a Drake song. But we can't we gotta relax. We can't just say he's better than whole. I'm just tired of people throwing that shit around so loosely. And I like I said, I'm not the beat of dead horse, but I'm tired of the of the Yonsei factor. He's I mean, they're just basing it off of stats. Like they're using 
you know, they're using the numbers. Like the numbers don't lie. Like but the young, the numbers come after the fact. You like I, I was trying how I was telling my man, I said, you know how much game that whole put Beyonce on in twenty years? That's a lot of game. Like you know, what well, that don't got honest. nothing to do with who hotter. I mean, who's like whatever people is. However, people are saying Drake is better than Jay Z. They're using, they're using, they're using facts. They're not using their musical preference. They're using Billboard, right? They're using like Grammys and Billboard and shit. Well, Hov is the only art, only rap artist with seventeen platinum albums. So, I mean, that got to count for something. So he gets the bill. We gonna give hold the Bill Russell factor since y'all not gonna let him be Will or let him be MJ. We gonna give it to him for chips. Then he he got seventeen <laughs> platinum albums. No other rapper has that. It's like having seventeen rings, cause you know what I'm saying. So, well, I, I'll digress to that. But like I said, I just did fill it up. My other rapper news, and it's the intersect for Drake because Drake has been so prophetic. In his in his in his alias that he nicknamed Meek Twitter Fingers, because once again Meek Mills is caught up in a skirmish with Takashi, and Takashi Takashi added insult to injury today, and came at Meek and said that Meek was only Meek was Meek hot. You mad that he is mad that Takashi's a snitch? Takashi came at him and said, "You're signed to a snitch. How you mad at me?" So he came at two of the double M uh, captains. Mm. Tasha said, Meek, you signed to a snitch. And he says, you went to jail for doing tricks. And you was bitching the whole six months. <laughs> and it, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Once again, like, once again, it's like what happened with the fucking the Drake Meek battle. You know what I'm saying? What happened with the Drake Meek battle. That dynamic of who was on top of their game at the time really played out in that battle. So I don't know. Takashi seeming like he's coming off of people thought he was going to get a public shaming, and it looks like he still has his core base. But it's still a lot of trolling going on. I know he dropped some teasers. I'm not sure if he. I think he dropped the one song. What's the song he dropped? Who? What's the song Takashi had dropped me when he got out? I mean, uh, like, you know, in the past few weeks, the past month or so. He dropped the joint with Nikki. Right, right, right. So, uh, I, don't, I know for sure, excuse me, I know for sure that, you know, he still got his core group. And like, it's, I don't know how it was looking, but I know what, I know how the, the Twitter fingers is looking for me and for Drake is looking real prophetic. And for him to have, for Drake, Drake to have a hard to for me for Drake winning that battle, and you know it's they ten years in the game. That's a hard that's a hard battle, cause you feel me. And Meek Meek really probably let a lot of people down by not really coming with them bars. But for Drake's side of it, that shit was flawless. Cause. That shit was really flawless. And a lot of people feel like Meek's still salty about that. I don't know about all that. But a lot of people feel like Meek's still salty about that. There's nothing you can say about it, though. Yeah. 
of course he's salty about it. Like, why wouldn't he be salty about it? I mean, because it's, it's some years out. It's some years out now. Right, but he but was salty about it then, and he's still salty about it. The bars just hit too critically, though. He's they weren't even that. They weren't even really critical bars. They just it was truthful. That's what make them critical. They was clever and they was truthful. What? Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. You getting body by a singing nigga. I'm not the type of nigga that a type to niggas. And shout to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. <laughs> Yo. Then come on, bro. That just came off his tongue. Pause. Like that just come on. He's it was it was they were they were light jabs, but they was potent. They they hit they hit meek hard. Like that's when that's when they telling you jab is the most dangerous sport of the dangerous punch in boxing. Where Drake, the way Drake, the way Drake was using the jab, the jab is set you up for anything. Drake was working his arsenal through them jabs, cause he got everything off through them jabs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, oh, what? I waited four days. Where y'all at? I drove here in the Ray playing ARF. Come on, man. That's the joint that'll knock the wind out you right there. You still need to go there. That's you definitely hit the canvas right there. <laughs> It's definitely not hard, but it's just like, whoa. And he, and he giving you them ad-libs on the track. He like, whoa. You said it's not hard? Drake is from Canada. I'm saying they. It's, that's not a hard bar. Like, that's not a – if I – if I because he from Canada, you giving it points because of that. You know that's not hard, A.R. Abbott's from the trenches with not one mainstream song. So but you know that's that? not hard, though. Like, that's not a – Oh, that's hard. I, that's, that's not hard. That's in a hard, in a battle in a rap battle. If somebody said, I yes, everybody's up. not gonna fight the same way." So yes, the I fact that he had the first some, I pulled up on you sipping Ciroc, listening to vodka. You know what I'm saying? I say some shit like no, that. You're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, Doug. What does that mean?" No, like, because it plays different. I'm gonna tell you how it plays different for me because. Because he said I drove here in the rave playing AR Ab, and me comes off as a gangster rapper. And he's like, no, I came here playing the top goon of Philly. You know what I'm saying? I get That's it. That's how it hit me. I get it, but I'm just it's still a light jab. It's still a light jab bar. It's not a it's not a haymaker. It's not it's nothing. It's not a soul shot. It's not a soul shot. It's just a bar. And you just and you just and you and once again you just entice to See, this it. Is why, but this is why it's bad for me, because these Johns. Bro, I was down South Philly with difference. I got out the car and a nigga from Meek's old hood, I think his name was OBH Reek or something. He said it out loud. He the first, he didn't even speak to niggas. He just said that bar. And this is why I'm telling you this shit hit too hard. It hit hard, bro. It hit hard. Because I was in small, I'm not from South Philly. I was in South Philly when this shit was going down in the South Philly, South Philly, uh, you know, battle rap crew niggas. He t- I drove here in the rave playing AR ad. It was hard, Eve. I get I get what you're saying. I know what I know what that song was in that moment. I know how it felt then, but in retrospect, and it was people in that time who was like, I mean, as far as as far as diss tracks go of all time, it wasn't nothing. You know what I mean? It wasn't nothing crazy. 
it was no other battle. It's been no other battle as relevant as that battle because no, no, none of these battles be in our time are heavy battles because niggas ain't going, niggas not going to get shot over them or none of that shit like that. Not in the same way. You tripping? You tripping? Listen, listen, niggas shit go down, but listen, listen to listen to push, listen to Pusha T infrared, my nigga. Like that's those is those is soul shots. And who was that against? Drake, nigga. But he don't count. He pushing didn't do that for, to nobody from his era. I don't fuck with that. Pushing is a rap bully. Okay, now he's a bully. He's a rap bully. He's now been in the. He was in the. You just yo, bro, you just stop, bigged up bro. all these Drake bars, stop, nigga. bro. Because he cooked pushing too. No, he, he cooked pushing. You tripping? The soul searching bars because he mentioned his kids. That's corny. That shit that was, was That was after Infrared. Infrared hit way harder than the story of Adion. Infrared didn't hit harder than back to back. And the others, dog. <laughs> yes, it stop, did, stop. dog. You no, gotta it didn't, stop. Yo. Like, no, it, no, it didn't. And Pusha T's not the best. Pusha T needed to battle Kiss. Not fast. This is what I'm saying. So, because Pusha T's not one of the best rappers of all time. So, stop it. Me and Drake is the you, best rapper. I don't understand what you're saying right now. I gotta stop me, you because you jumping all over the place. And... No, because Meek and Drake are the best rappers of their generation, and they went head to head. And Meek lost, and he lost two nothing. He got swept. So, but Pusha, that shit don't count to me because Pusha just hating. Pusha wanted static with Wayne and couldn't get it, so he went to Drake. He couldn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like they not they not giving him no points because Pusha just. Pusha just really is like, why do people think y'all the nicest? I'm nicer than them. He's on that type time. Like, I don't know where that Pusha should be coming from with them. You know what I'm saying? Pusha been dissing Wayne for 10 years. That's where I'm coming from with that. But in terms of that battle, the Drake-Meek battle, they both was popping. They both popping in their respective lanes of rap. They both got Billboard uh, songs. They both chart. They both got the features. They both get the club looks. They, bo- you know, what I'm saying so. And and if anybody you would think was really going, you thought you thought was the battle rapper, you thought it would be Meek. And then Drake comes out and bodies him. And so you're not going to tell me that didn't have no dynamic with you and the culture. I'm telling you that the bars weren't hard. These were soft bars. Like it was a single. It was very poppy type. And this is bars. why now you understand you're agreeing with me, and this is what makes it bad for me that he got bodied by something so soft as this, and he was so befuddled that he couldn't come back and claim victory in that. Trigger fingers turn turn to Twitter fingers. You getting bodied by a singing nigga because these, but these are the things that people really say about Drake. Ah, I can't battle. I'm a, I can't rap. I'm a singer. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. I get That's all of that. I'm with the truth. When people t- to me uh, in rap, the truth is an anomaly. So when a person can tell the truth and make a good song and body you in the battle and do all that, I'm giving it to them. Because rap is so much embellishment. It's so much so much fuckery. So I'm giving it to them. Man. I got to light up because I got to relax. So I didn't get the chance to ask me and Hippie Hour. Me and Hippie Hour talking, our t- talking barbershop talk. In hippie hour, what you sound like you were still eating dinner for a meal or something, man. What you got? No, I ain't eating nothing. What you got over there? What you sipping? 
Um, IPA East, bro. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna spark it. I'm sparking up some runs. Runs is the new loud, and runs is the new. Runs is the new sour in Philly. The Obama runs. The runs, yeah. Stinky, stinky pit. That's the new Runs is the new sour. <laughs> Runs is the new sour in Philly. I just wanna throw that out there. Everybody got the Obama runs. What Jones are these? Shameless plug. These the super stumps and the blood orange armpit. All right, so what else you got, man? What you got for me, man? I I, I jumped into what I wasn't supposed to I mean, I got I gotta talk about August Alcina. Oh man, give me I saw I saw I saw Jada. Hey, tell me what you got coming because I saw I saw Jada trying to deny me. Come on, girl. Baby Callie, baby Callie giving her, she was listening to the kiss battle. She's giving us her, her kiss ad list. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Baby Callie. Just so y'all know that we really do this. Hard work, dedication. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, oh my God. The Alcina shit was crazy because it's like I mean he doubling down, he doubling back, doubling down. We we've been new to this that he said that this was that, this is what it was, and he just he just doubling down. Like a lot of people saying like, what's a what's a side dude? What what's a joint you would be the side dude for that you couldn't keep it a secret no more? You would have to let niggas know. Yeah, you know what? I I'm definitely in there. Like, hmm. do you got any like celebs that you felt like? Ah, but didn't we just talk about this with Travis Scott and Rihanna, and Rihanna didn't want to let it out the bag or something? And Travis Scott or somebody said, "Who who was it just that you used to talk to Rihanna?" It was Travis Scott. It was Travis Scott. I don't remember that. Exactly, you need to do Rihanna. She just, she, she just Jada Pinkett. She Jada Pinkett, Travis Scott. But before, 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 before Kylie, before Kylie, before Kylie, Travis Scott was just a, off the record, off the record, bang with Rihanna. She was, uh, he was her muse. But okay. she, she don't say yay or nay. You know what I'm saying? But people. Paparazzi got pictures of them in New York, different places. You know. Have we ever talked about Will and Dwayne as a couple? I'm just Will and Dwayne. I didn't say a couple. I'm just saying, like, I can't. I don't remember if we talked on them on on the show, but I heard that they used to slide off. I heard that's why Tisha Campbell used to be in her bag because 
Dwayne was always with Will, and you know what I mean, right? But I ain't know if they was on a the MJ Amad Rashad, and they just they out here living the lifestyle, like tagging and dashing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know what they was into. Yeah, I don't know what they was into neither. But I mean, it's it don't sound good if you green light and August Alcina to rock out. Who was green lighting that? You think Will was green lighting that? That's he said. Will gave up. He Will gave him the blessing. Well, Jada denying it because she's a different place in marriage in her life. So she don't need the public all in her business like that. I don't know, man. I believe August. Come on, there's pictures of them. I've I, I seen pictures of them hugged up and stuff. Exactly. I believe August Alcina. I just think he was just, he just wasn't, he just wasn't supposed to talk about it. Like, he was supposed to just be cool. And he was tired of being cool. Like, the shit he was saying was crazy, though. He was like, he was like, I, I really love Jada. He said, I could die now. Like, I, I can say that I really love somebody wholeheartedly. It ain't work out, though, but you know what I'm saying? He bugging. He bugging. Allie getting her blue ivy on. She all over this, y'all. She <laughs> <laughs> get, get her credits up. She on whack. <laughs> We going over this. Yo. Go ahead and get it, girl. We got room for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she not playing. So where we at? Do we want to tap into a little light show? Where we at, man? We Do you watch The Shy? No. Give me some. Don't watch it. That's all I can say. It's nutty. I randomly be seeing... Courtney, her Courtney, she murdered her her Twitter timeline by having me rolling. Her Twitter timeline be having me rolling. She said something to the same tune of, of "Don't watch this guy too," but I didn't even look at it because I don't watch it already. Yeah, I just watched. I watched bits and pieces of it, like, and then I just binged it this week. And now that I'm fully caught up on it, I watched every episode. I'm like. Damn, this show is terrible because this, the characters who the show was about, like, they quit or got fired. So it's like, you know, when they get quit or get fired, they write them off. And it's like the write-off, the write-off was nutty, right? So they didn't plan for it. They didn't plan for it. The storylines is not like making sense. It's just bad, man. This, I mean, this. I'm still going to watch this season. Same thing y'all said about power, because this is the same thing I said about power. This is why power was trashing. <laughs> the same criteria we using. Yeah. Loose. It's a loose criteria. Mm-hmm. Black shows. We don't get many of them, so it's like. We let them get away with a lot of things that they shouldn't get away with. Right. And I'm really, and you know, you try to really, you try to treat every show like Game of Thrones and think that it's levels to the shit. 
and then they really they really just be surface ass shows that don't be no depth to the shit. So then when you go in depth to some shit that don't really have no depth, you just be dissecting it and being like, damn, this shit is dumb. <laughs> so that's that's just where I'm at with it. Like it's a lot of dumb shit going on on the shy and I wouldn't. I wouldn't really recommend it. Oh, you know what? I'm not up on. I'm not up on my COVID chronicles. Give me my COVID. Give me some COVID chronicle updates. COVID chronicles. That's a good podcast, man. Give me some. Give me where y'all at with it though. What y'all was talking about the last? Day? Well, the first episode was just telling you about the COVID coronavirus disease 2019. And how it flipped the whole country on this ass. The second episode was about PUA. You know, everybody is PUA right now. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know you follow uh, Mel. You follow uh, Melvin on uh, Birdsong on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, yeah. He was talking about how niggas don't be paying their money that they owe him. But shout out to the P- but shout out to PUA, everybody paying him and fooling on time right now. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm seeing then I'm seeing niggas talking about, yeah, I'm getting unemployment in Arizona and in Pennsylvania. Wow. They letting niggas get in it, it like niggas are really like the the fraud game is up at a high level. Like niggas are getting lump sums of ten thousand dollars. As from, it should be man. from the government. This is like the closest I've seen to reparations. Like, oh, you gonna see reparations in your lifetime, my brother? We'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. And and then the third episode of the COVID Chronicles was about dating. And how you can uh how you can meet new biddies during the quarantine, how you can, you know, keep it keep it keep it funky with your lady, whatever your situation is, whether you live with your lady or if you you know what I mean, got a lady and y'all not living together, like how y'all maneuvering through that out here in these streets through the COVID. Virtual dates, virtual dinners. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Do- socially distancing with your lady, but you ordering Uber Eats from the same restaurant for both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. Like, shit is crazy. Yeah. Niggas is doing away games, home games, away games. Niggas is traveling for Ooch in the quarantine. Wow. Talking, we we touched on it, but we ain't really. I can't get in depth with it, but you know, we talked about. You know, what I mean, where is? How are you maintaining your your second family in these in these times? Like, how are you maintaining? Oh, oh that's real. What, what, what was the feedback? <laughs> right, nobody really. You know, <laughs> you know, black. They say black men don't cheat, so nobody really had nothing to really give to that. <laughs> To that subject matter, but that's 
but somebody is doing this. Somebody is living like that. I definitely want to know more. I'm definitely intrigued, but they ain't had nothing for us. It sounds like a good pod, man. Make sure you check out the COVID, the COVID Chronicles. Actually, Bloomer Tibby Hour is hosted by <laughs> Princess Callie. Yep, she one month now. Happy one month birthday. That's what, what it did is. you actually? Oh, here goes an intersect. Irv Gotti doesn't think Drake has an album that's a masterpiece. <laughs> so far gone? Nah, maybe. That's a demo. What do you think? What do you What'd you say? I can't, I, can't, I can't name one off the top of my head, but this will lean more to my point of why you can't just be going and saying that he's better than Jay-Z. I told you what people using when they saying that they not using who got a better album, who they favorite is, is more so Drake ran Billboard for 10 years. Ten years of consistent billboard charting, like is unheard of. Yeah, it was unheard of. Kylie's going in right now. <laughs> Y'all finished yet? Deion Sanders coach at? Where do we coach? Yeah. We got a coach probably somewhere in Florida, I'm assuming. Texas. Or Texas, right. Kennedy, Christian, Cedar Hill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that a college? No, I think it's a high school. How do What you think about where, where you at with sports? You, you think that you ready for the NBA restart? Is you is you asking? I feel like I ask you this every time. Like, are you asterisking this chip? Like, yeah, especially if LeBron gets right. If he's fishing to come back, and he once again he's doing nutty stuff. He's putting he's putting his personal career over the cause. Because Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Kyrie Irving is ready to start a new league with other niggas. <laughs> but we know that's not realistic, though. I don't know if it's not realistic. I know that anything people have been putting their minds to has been getting done. I just feel like if it don't work in Brian Fisher, then they not with it. <laughs> a, a week before, Brian was just standing up for the people, George Floyd, Kyrie Irving. 
Back five, back five said there's no time for um for playing basketball. Kyrie Irving said, right, let's start our own league. Brian is working in working out in private location. And so, tuning up for the season. How many uh more new cases of police brutality and shit have you been up on? Like, are you are you still in tune with that shit? They switched the channel off of it, bro. What you mean? Switched the channel of it. I was never up on it. It just be on. It be on the channel. They be blasting it. What you mean by that? The mainstream only. Oh, they not they not in tune with it. I think they definitely still in tune with it. I don't know, bro. All I'm saying is I don't know. And here's why. Because like at certain moments they pump in certain things. What I don't like that I see from my COVID chronicles is the way you could literally see how the media skews. COVID results. Out of nowhere in the day, a headline will be like, here's why Latinos get COVID at a rate four times more than white. It'll be a headline that says that from a public paper. Like, come on, dog. I'm not trying to hear that shit, yo. Right. Like, that's that's not a fact. That's just something. That's not a fact. You're just throwing that shit out there. And if it is a fact, that fact is biased as fuck. You see what I'm saying? Or here's why blacks are more prone to this. And then you'll have a black person arguing that that's just like, yeah, man, because we ain't got this like whites. I'm like, man, motherfuckers believe anything, bro. Motherfuckers believe anything. It's annoying, bro. Excuse me. So I just look at it like this. I just look at it like this. I don't know. I don't even remember what the fuck you just asked me because I'm a little. I'm like kiss right now. The dude say is picking in. <laughs> Yo, what kiss had me rolling? What you mean? <laughs> he said you ain't gonna be talking to me like Teddy, like Babyface was talking to Teddy Riley, nigga. I'm older. That shit's funny as shit, bro. That shit was really funny, bro. I just feel like I don't fuck with that from the COVID, though. Like, all the facts, they just come skewing right against what they call minorities. They say anything. Niggas believe anything. It's hard for black people to believe anything positive about anything. Out of crazy, bro. It's crazy. You can't convince, I can't even convince my own people to have a positive mind state or to focus on things that's positive. I can't get them to do none of that. Did we talk about that? Go ahead, I'm listening. Fireworks is, is, I feel like you would think we getting closer to the 4th of July, they were still rolling, but I feel like the fireworks died down. Nah, they've been bur- I've been hearing them every night when I'm throughout the city riding around. I, they- I know people started tweeting about them. I mean, started uh, hopping on social media about them. It's it's quiet. It's quiet tonight. 
That's crazy because I just heard, the other thing is I just heard someone. It might be some you might hear someone to playback, or you might not because because of the princess. But but I heard someone this call. From, you know, in the protest, really, yeah, they still rolling. Oh no, not in the protest. Some of the protests are still rolling. Like I was about a week ago or so, or maybe two weeks, I was in a the remnants of a Black Lives Matter protest where I had I it started. I pulled up on it down uh, JFK and 15th, right where the Rizzo Jones was at the Municipal Service Building, right, and I I had made my moves. And I had linked, I had slid up to uh, the temple and caught the same protest. That's how quick the crowd was moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they got up Broad Street that quick, and they had sat down in the street. They had, like, one unmarked cop car. It was such a peaceful – this was, like – this was – I can't even remember what day this was, but this was after the height of the shit. But well, like I said, man, information and things travel so fast that if it was not really there or really real to begin with, it's not really going to stick. But, like, it's other shit happening, though. I'm not, like, it's just not happening on my channel. Man. But I'll be seeing people out here with the times, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's a protest. The protest, shout out, but here's the protest, because now you're going to have me hop into it. But shout out to the boy from Detroit who left the keys in his Amazon truck and tweeted Amazon where the truck was at and he told him why he was quitting. He said he could make $15 an hour mowing lawns. He tired of getting out the crib at 7 and getting home at after 10 p.m. and he got three kids. He said, fuck you. He said, fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Your truck he left his truck on the freeway. He said, you got a full tank of gas and the keys is in the ignition. Now, that's a protest, nigga. That's what I'm trying to say. Because that's what I was trying to explain. That shit catches white people off guard. That shit makes the company look bad on the news. And that shit brings about direct change. So, shout out to Bull, because everybody at Amazon is about to get a fucking raise. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's real. But, like, once again, white people don't like to be showed up. They don't like to be contested. So the powers that be are still the powers that be. And, and niggas, niggas get mad at a nigga like me my whole life from my perspective. But I told niggas that Black Lives Matter is owned by a white bull. Niggas still posting this shit. Niggas, and it's true. Black Lives Matter is owned by a white man. And people scream Black Lives Matter every day will get on you about not being in the cause. This is just crazy, bro. It's just crazy. It's just crazy, man. So, like, the other thing about it is, too, like, you, people keep screaming Farrakhan this, Farrakhan that. I say, yo, Farrakhan came up under Malcolm X. He don't never shout out Malcolm X in none of them clips. Do anybody pay attention to that? He don't ever shout out Malcolm X, ever. Who don't? Farrakhan. Uh, Never. You know what I'm saying? Not the way people in the world do after, after everything. But like I said, we know. I know. I know why you don't. And there's other people that know why you don't too. But I'm just saying, man. It just 
everything with black people is novelty, man. I'm, and black people are novelty. So it's just niggas don't really want to be woke. They want to be fake woke. Niggas don't really want to be about it. They want to be about it how they feel comfortable. Like, well, like, I'm a diverse-ass black person. And I just feel like my perspective all the time is not taken the right way because all because it's not a consensus black perspective or it might be it might have a more positive outlook or so it's too outlandish of a notion for what's actually happening at in the times you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. like and I'm telling niggas oh Kenny's bugging for doing this to the protesters this can't happen in a city like Philly and Kenny's not about to get reelected bro like it's real <laughs> you feel what I'm saying but. I don't know. The other thing about it is I don't know who people think they want in office. Like, black people keep talking about Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. And Joe Biden just said, if you don't vote for him, you're not black. And nobody says nothing about that. Niggas is talking about how bad Donald Trump is. Yo, he ain't never seen no shit like that. Now, he makes... Yo, he makes Trump sitting down with Kanye... How does that look now after Joe Biden says some shit like that? How does it look now? Does it look like it's just a political ploy after Kanye got the gap plug after that meeting? We ain't even getting to that West Bay ever. I wanted to save that for the show. So, but if we hear, we hear. I'm just saying, bro. Like, we at different points in our lives and Black people just got to be ready for when it get good. Because it's, it's been good for most black people. Like I said, if you look within your own network, if people get off of these mediums and look within their own network of life and how, how are your friends doing, how are you doing, that's your life. How are your friends doing? How are you, how's your mom and them doing? How's everybody doing? That's our life. <laughs> you know what I mean, niggas did not know George Floyd. Nope. So you can't act like George Floyd is the case for the whole race because it's not. And that's what, exactly what they want you to believe. And that's why I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that because what? I'm like, yeah, my man just bought a house. The team, my, my college got the Nike plug back. and Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole new, it's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the black community. And that impacts a lot of people that I know. Let's talk about the Temple Nike plug, dog. Like, have you seen any merch yet? Have you seen anything? Not yet, but you know I'm going to have my hands on a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of exclusive Nike stuff. You know, okay. Nike passed that okay. stuff out like it's nobody's business. Okay. Hopefully they do, the, they do the right thing this year, but I'm coming for everything that's mine. I got more tenure in that program than all the niggas except Aaron McKee. I've been around that program since I was a little kid, bro. Tell niggas that all the time, like, but this year we gonna put some respect on it because, like I said, I was a for profit of us getting it back, and I'm sure everybody who played in it know we needed it back. You know what I'm saying? We needed that, and we went through some spotty errors. But like I said, Coach Dumpy had to get his check somehow, and I don't really think that Nike was checking for Coach Dumpy. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't edgy enough. You know what I'm saying so. I don't really think Nike had to. I think they probably had some gear for Temple. But I don't think the check was where it was supposed to be at for for Coach Dunn. Because I think Nike would have kept us a simple in Nike school. But I don't think that check was there for Coach. So, 
the coach was there about 15 years or so, so that's where that went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That 15 years might have made coach another 20 M's richer, not even just off the endorsement of Under Armour, for example. You know what I'm saying? But I feel good about the Nike merger. Initially, they said it was going to be with Jordan. That was earlier in the year. I don't know if something fell through or what, but having the Nike plug is still critical. So how you feel about it? Excited to see some, you know what I mean, some good merch. Like... Yeah, that shit going to be nice. Hopefully you can slide yeah, some yeah. shit my way. I mean, that or <laughs> I gotta see what my quotas are. I ain't Chuck Ellis, nigga. You seen Chuck Ellis was out there with James Harden. I think he was out somewhere on the Asia tour with him in the Adidas store. He posted a ten thousand dollar tag. You hear me? You hear me? You still on? You still on? Yeah, I'm still here. I ain't, I ain't hear you for a second. I said I ain't Chuck Ellis. I said Chuck Ellis was out on the Asia tour recently. With James Harden, and he posted his receipt from the Adidas store. His Jones had ten racks on there. That was using James Harden Adidas account. So I don't think I got that. I don't think I got that love yet. <laughs> I probably, I probably got a, I probably got a five hundred dollars. So, but we, I should be in good standing. I'll, I'll be in good standing on this season. Yeah, I'm ready for the league. Speaking of the league, we officially, I know we said that we announced it before, but since the league is actually coming back, Vince Carter officially re- announced his retirement from the A. And I don't know, man. It's, it's been a long one for Vince. I'm glad he kept his game polished. He's a true pro. He's a true superstar. And in this era, we realized that he was really a crucial two guard. Because I don't know how many times he averaged 27 or 28 a game. But I tell you what, when he did, it matters for his team. And not in the Bradley Beal type way. You see what I'm saying? He, <laughs> I guess. I'm, man, I'm, I'm serious, bro. When at the two guard spot, when Vince averages twenty five or more, his team is, is looking like he's averaging twenty five or more. You know, what I'm saying? so he's it. But over the course of his career, I might have to get Vince. Vince might Vince might be fifth best because my top my top two shooting guard, my top three shooting guards, obviously MJ, Kobe, D Wade. Um, like some people throw, I, I'm gonna throw Clyde Drexler in there because of the longevity in the ring. And I play You're not I throwing. Throw you, you're not throwing AI not, over Vince. I'm not putting AI as a two, no, and I'm not taking AI over. You said you're not taking AI over Vince. No, nah, I'm taking AI over Vince. Of course you are. I don't. I like Vince's. Yeah, I'm taking an AI over there. Yo, but Vince was tough, bro. People slept on Vince, bro. They slept on Vince, bro. 
It's just funny. Some people be Vince, Vince and Cole was so ahead of their time that they still got to play so far into their careers because they were just so far ahead of their time. Niggas still couldn't catch them. I feel you, man. This is bittersweet seeing uh seeing Vince hang him up, man. And I definitely agree. Like this chip, this NBA chip is like it's damn near pointless. It's bogus. It's bogus. Bron's gonna be super focused. Every the gameplay might actually be good though. Like nigga, but who whoever's in shape. Cause I don't know who's in shape because people think the world was going in. But I, but my man, my man thinks that my man D. Styles thinks it's not gonna go down because he said too many of the players actually have the shit. You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think it's definitely. I mean, they going to try to get it rolling. I don't know. They definitely going. They definitely going through with something. I don't know if it'll go to the end, but they definitely going right. to get it started. Did you see A.B. AB Bradley fell back? Yeah. Who else fell back? A couple players fell back. Um, the whole Nets damn near is falling back. Everybody fall back. They trash. Everybody who want to stay in Kyrie and Durant good graces is like, you know what, my man, we just going to chill. Here's, I feel you, man. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of that. Here's what I have to, I need y'all to um, pull the chronicles to bring up in the angle of COVID. D.L. Hughley passed out on stage and said he came back the next day and said he had COVID. Then he came back a few days ago and said he mistakenly gave it to all of his uh, co-hosts. How do you feel about that? I mean, how am I supposed to feel? That's a crazy situation. Yeah, he said he passed out. It was because of it. He came back and said he passed out. He said all of this so smoothly, by the way. I feel like it's a it's a COVID <laughs> stimulus. It's a COVID stimulus for entertainers who say they got COVID. they got the COVID, right? Right. I feel like why, it's a COVID. Stimulus. Why do they always disclose? Like, right? Because when why, he said why all of this, always I just, leaked or disclosed that a right. celeb has this shit. Like, right. Right. Well, when he said that. I immediately thought about the Pastor Wallace story you told me from Enoch. <laughs> I thought about the, the story how you said that he announced that he had it. And it just came off, the D.L. Hughley you know, came off like the Pastor Wallace you know, for me. And I just wasn't feeling D.L. for it. He should have kept that on the D.L. But did you see him actually pass out on stage, though? Yeah, I watched that, John. That was that was scary. It was scary. That was scary. Me. I I couldn't imagine being at a show and the and the headliner passed the fuck out. Yo, DL Hughley is from Hollywood, bro. That's all I'm saying. 
So that's all. That's all I'm saying. And he's an actor. So you you don't believe it? Like you think it I was? I think he could have finessed. I yeah, I think it was Fugam. I do. It's just everything after the fact. It's not the actual instance of him falling down the stage. It's just the way he's so nonchalantly going about announcing all. It's like it's a, it sounds like a joke, nigga. When he's talking about it. He's like, oh yeah, he made a joke about giving it to he made a joke. He did like a like a more in-depth Rudy Gobert type situation to his co-host about, yeah, I gave it to them too. It was like unapologetic. It was like distasteful, bro. And that's what makes me feel like it's a joke. It's like a hoax. It, I know for sure it gotta be an entertainer COVID stimulus stuff. That's my hot take. That's my hot take. But yeah, I'm, I don't know how I feel about it all. What else you got for me? I mean. I mean, you keep talking coronavirus. It's just like we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk about the waves of it. Then if we're gonna keep talking corona, they keep talking about it's gonna be a second wave. Like I feel like the first wave never finished. I don't know, man. I really don't even know how to talk about this. I really don't. I really don't even know where to begin. It's now. Because now even Trump doubled back on the mask and said he thinks the masks are good. Like it's just too much going on. Nobody's coming at this ball, Fauci. Nobody comes for these bulls' heads. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how nobody wants to hurt Fauci in all of this. Nobody wants to hurt him? Nobody wants to do nothing to him. Nobody wants to protest against him. Or are they just not showing you that? Hey, who were the backlash for Fauci and them niggas? Is everybody believing this shit? I'm meeting a lot of people who not, but I don't see I don't see that being represented by the media. I don't see those images of the people who don't fuck with Fauci being brought to the light. I guess you gotta do your due diligence on the on the on the web or something to understand that. Who don't believe Fauci? Yeah, people who people who don't believe what Fauci is talking about. I think most people don't believe this nigga. Like, it's a lot of people who don't, who not fucking with Bill Gates. It's like a lot of shit going on, but none of that is being brought to the forefront. What's being brought to the forefront is the same old stereotypical shit that basically says why blacks and Latinos are inferior to whites. That's boring. That's really how they present the news of niggas. And niggas are so used to being victimized that they take that and just. They take the, the end of the stick of that all the time. But not me. No, sir. Not me. Not me. 
<laughs> I just try to tell nigga, like my man tried to tell me whole. This is what really made me upset with the whole drink shit. Not to bring it back to that, but. He was just saying, oh, white people don't listen to Hove. And I'm like, bro, you're bugging. He's like, well, white people was listening to Hove back then. And I was like, you're bugging. I said, it was probably more white people listening to Wu-Tang Clan than black people. Like, that's that's what people got to understand, yo. Like, this mad white people out here with bread that be spending their money on this culture. People be underestimating that shit, man. It's a, it's a white man who knows so much that invest in this term that says Black Lives Matter. And he invested in it. And this nigga's staging actors, he invested in Black Lives Matter and the staging actors at Princeton. Niggas is out here eating it up. Black people are so smart but so dumb at the same time. That bring me back to the... uh... We could get political. We we semi-political right now. Um, the Trump shit, like, Trump policies don't equate to Trump, like, speeches. No, they don't. His speeches don't be saying shit. His, his speeches be hateful. Like, he be right. drawling on niggas. But his but, policies... Is He's making moves for niggas. Right. And that's what I man check the tape. He's... I know we, we discuss it every time and I just it's just hard to be pro Trump because, because because of what he says. Like he make you man, what did your mom always see? What did people's mom what's the mantra? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words what? But he signing <laughs> the things into into existence. You just told me. And I seen a nigga sitting in the group chat. He he standing in line of the rope, velvet ropes line at KOP for Christian Lubitkin. Come on, he's because he got the because he got so many stimuluses. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> where his niggas been really racked out like this? I don't want to hear another word about Trump. I don't. I don't. Because people, Trump has to play that game, bro. Obama literally did nothing for niggas. Nothing and gets all the love. People, people get mad at Kanye for sitting down with fucking Trump, and, and don't even try to understand it. But when when did Kanye get a chance to sit down with Obama and Obama put that shit on the news? When Nigga, niggas are really hitting my line, like, yo, if I finesse this uh, PUA, is this is they going to book me? Like, what's going to be the Backlash of this shit, dog. Like, I that's all niggas want to know right now. Most people should be able to get that jump, but I guess most people can't, huh? But most people, they probably it probably will be some backlash because some people who really deserve it probably not getting it because of people who finessing it. I mean, the backlash niggas who asking me to get it, they they didn't, they not unemployed, nigga, like they. Right, <laughs> like they not even unemployed like they just like I seen my man do it like why can't I it's too sweet of a deal right it's too right. sweet of a deal they, they they up 40 right now wow they up 40 right now why can't I get 10 <laughs> <laughs> 
Should wow. I tap? Should I tap in? If I tap in, I could get a will. I could do this. It's startup money. They giving niggas tech startup money. You know what I'm saying? What did I tell you the number 19, man? I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. <laughs> I need a bigger platform, ease. I'm not like the alleyway. I'm not the alleyway over the fire, over the fire pit ball. <laughs> I just and I don't relate to the Philly struggle the same way the niggas who came out of it. I don't relate to the blue collar shit. And I say shit like this: if you could pull my tweets from five years ago, six years ago, and I'm talking about Obama, and I'm telling niggas that socially I'm Republican, bro, because I don't agree with not man, nigga. If Hillary was president right now, nigga, her and Fauci they tight, bro. This shit would be, this whole shit would be locked down. Still. And it would have been way worse if Hillary was president. And niggas don't dig it. And black people keep talking this Democrat shit. If black people don't run far away from this Democratic Party, if I see one nigga voting for Joe Biden, dog, y'all could just, niggas could stop talking to me. Niggas already stop talking to me. But for real, don't say nothing to me. If you a Democrat and you about to vote for Joe Biden over a nigga like Trump, Goodbye. Speaking of which, you mentioned Democrats. I gotta shout out the uh, nigga who go hardest, the hardest going Democrat person that I know, Isaiah Thomas. He been in a few commercials. I don't know if you seen the Mask Up Philly commercials. Yeah, I saw those Jones. He was he the, the COVID guy? stimulus. This is what I'm saying. He right. Getting the COVID. He getting COVID. He getting the COVID bonus. Right, he definitely getting the COVID Everybody, bonus. Everybody's but taking off COVID. He was the only nigga in the Mask Up Philly commercial. They updated his, his part. He don't have a mask on. That's lit. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yo, shout out to Isaiah Thomas for Philly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, grew, I grew up, he one of the people I never forgot. I grew up hooping with him a time or two. Up, up, I don't need courts. Up, I don't need rec courts when I was a young boy in one of my earlier proms. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with that. But I, like I said, like Trump is doubling back on the mad shit. I don't fuck with that. Like, rock your mask. I want to see you rock that thing. That's <laughs> Like, if you're going to wear it, wear it. If not, don't say you. You for the mask now after you just was not for the mask. It's just confusing, man. Damn. I thought I lost you. I got you still here. I need to fresh up my beverage. I gotta get some icy shit. Like eating with ease tonight. It was a fish fry. I had to test my COVID skills. Retest my COVID handout. I told you during COVID, I fried fish umpteen times. It's funny for the uh, intersect of that Amazon shit. I ordered some shit on Amazon last night, like 11 o'clock. I, got, I walked out the house 8 this morning. That shit was here, dog. Like, Damn. They... They working overtime. They burning that midnight oil. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> got factories everywhere now. He said they got what? They got factories everywhere. They loaded. Yeah. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, you knocked the ball from Detroit. He mad at him. <laughs> he just ain't figuring out. Nah, I ain't see it, man. I, I really once they once they checked out of the fucking uh at a protest game, mm-hmm. I like I'm like checked out of the news, man. I told you that was gonna happen, and I told you that as soon as the COVID shit was dying down, then they hit you with the Black Lives Matter shit, and they were scrambling. They were scrambling with the COVID. Shit. George yeah. George Floyd had seventy six funerals, my nigga. Right. This nigga had seven funerals, dog. Crazy, right? They was moving his body around from state to state. Yeah, it's crazy, son. Right before that, they was just telling you you couldn't go to a funeral, remember? Right. But you could go for him and go to his job. Definitely. Who the fuck was he? He was a porno star. That's what the John was saying. What's that John that everybody mad at? The new Condoleezza Rice? The new Amarosa? Candace Owens? Yeah, see, a lot of people mad at her. Where'd she come from? Where'd she come from? She's like the anti-Jamel Hill. She <laughs> 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 she's just as polarizing somehow. <laughs> You get them two in the room. That's when the that's when the world really changed. <laughs> they the most hated, yo. <laughs> you but they not liars, though. Right. Candace Owens remind me of Jamel Hill mixed with like Gabrielle Union. You said that what? She remind me of. Uh, Candace Owens remind me of Jamel Hill when get mixed with Gabrielle Union. Okay. Jamel Hill personality mixed in there too. Though. That's crazy, man. I'm not. I don't be. I can't get into the rhetoric of all these motherfuckers, man. It's just a lot. But like you just said. I'm not saying that I think that I'm Republican. I don't think I'm a Democrat neither, though. I just think that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that it needs to be more parties. Like, I think we need other options. Like, niggas is... Niggas gotta stop being... Niggas gotta stop being sheeple and just being like, damn. We gotta vote Democrat. We gotta get Trump out of here. Like, no. Bro, people ain't just saying that. People have got whack for trying to start new parties, bro. What are you talking about? I feel people you. got that on their DNA. Like, Pop tried to give the people's party. Pop tried to give the people's party some legs. He got, uh, he got exiled. 
I will say this, man. There's some loopholes in America. I'm just, I will say this, though. As much as people keep talking about it, I'm happy that they moving on from these slave master fucking statues and shit like that. You know what I mean? All that shit. Right. But they not doing that shit because of the people either. You better believe that. That shit came down from the top. That's the other stuff I don't like that they don't tell you. You think they would put take that shit down because the people's mad? The people been mad, nigga. I don't get. I don't know if we talking about this, but I don't get the Confederacy, dog. Like I don't get the allure of the Confederacy, like. That shit was only five years. Like, imagine... And that's fi- in that five years, niggas came up. Once again, uh, we okay. don't understand. And, and niggas came up, and the niggas be wanting the Confederate flag out of here, and I don't understand it. Because <laughs> your family... Your family died for the Confederacy, too. If you had some family in the South, most likely they was in the Confederate Army if they was black. So I don't, and black people died for the Confederate Army, and they got gypped to fight for the Union, nigga, because the Confederates ran out of what ran out of money and shit. So the Union motherfuckers was like, "We'll come bust our guns." So we on both sides of the flag as black people. Yeah, we definitely we on both sides of the flag, flag but black people need to put up all the flags in front of their house because they didn't shed blood for all of them. We definitely shed blood for all of them, but the thing is. We live in America. We don't live in the Confederacy. So it's like the Confederacy was never the wave. Like even if even if it was going to reconstruction. It wasn't for us. It never was for us. You bugging, bro. What you mean? Bro, the Confederacy had during the Reconstruction era, bro. The Confederacy had black senators, black governors. You bugging. That was like one of the best times in black history ever in America. In the five years after of the, the Confederacy? Civil, after the Civil War. Right. Well, the, after the Civil War, there's no more Confederacy, nigga. The but Confederacy the, but a is... Lot of those a, people, a lot of those people emerged from the Confederacy, though. But the Confederacy is not American, dog. Like, that's not America. Like, that's, uh, that's people in America who revolted against America. And that's what's happening right now. So once again, why are people <laughs> tight at that? That shit represents what people are doing right now. It's just a different thing. No, it don't represent that, dog. Dude, we, bro, we don't know what that shit represents. That's what I'm saying. We don't know what it represents? No. All right. I like the thing that I know what the Confederacy represents, but I'm not going... You know what I mean? I'm not. I wasn't alive for that shit. So you, you can you can stand on that. Then I wasn't there for that shit. Right? There's a lot of context for it. But all I'm telling you is, if what became of that in this time is that we're Democrats now with less money, and during that time we were Republicans with more money as a black community. That's why I get lost with black people. That's why I get lost because everybody wants to be a broke Democrat. This shit's weird. And Trump's telling you, oh, fuck this, fuck this, fuck that, fuck Because the only people who are going to show up to the arenas to see him and make them feel good are red and that white people. 
and even them ain't coming out. And I just saw a clip where this John from like CNN, Black John, was interviewing. Uh, I saved the clip too. I don't know where all my clips be going, but Instagram be taking my clips down. I saved my joint and yo, the John was interviewing this redneck boy. He was a Trump supporter. They was at the Tulsa. The speech Trump just did at Tulsa. And he was saying, listen, Trump's not a racist, man. You know what I'm saying? And he told the girl, he told the John, he said, if you finish this interview, he said, I came to this protest in the limo. He said, more people need to get like me. I said, this nigga came to the protest in the limo. I said, this Ric Flair shit. This Trump Ric Flair <laughs> shit is really a lifestyle for these white boys, bro. <laughs> Rick, this nigga was talking like Rick. He was talking like Rick. <laughs> Rick was crazy, and he looked like the boy that saved the, the tiger farm on Tiger King. He was, he looked like, what was that boy name that came in and saved the farm with his bread? And he wore the bandanas under his hat from Tiger King. Not the main boy. Yo, his name was Jeff. Jeff. Oh, okay. He looked just like the boy Jeff. Not the main boy. Not Joe. Not Joe. What's not Joe Dirt looking for? He looks <laughs> like that. He told the John, I'll kiss you right on the mouth right here after this interview. Trump. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. He went right at that John. Oh, let me give you an update on my quarantine levels. My, uh, you know, I got the little patio. I added the bamboo privacy fence to my shit. Ooh, dog. you gotta give me the DIY secrets. I need that. Eve. I've been looking for that. <laughs> so my shit looked like my shit looked like a tiki bar out here, dog. It looked like it's a it's an escape. As it should be, young man. And I just Yo, got my so give it to us. Hmm? I've been trying to look up the privacy trees, man. Them Jones ain't. It ain't a right? tree. I'm talking. It's just. It's just a fence. It's a fence of like reed bamboo. You got the. You got the real bamboo, or you got the, the fake. It's real reed. It's not like super thick bamboo. It's. It's okay. and the screen ain't crazy. I can still like you can still see me out here, but it's enough that. Like you can't see my eyes, like if I'm outside, like I don't gotta acknowledge you now, cause because <laughs> right. I got a little screen and shit. Right. But yeah, this shit it give you the tiki bar vibes, like shit, shit rolling. Yeah, I'm glad. To, I'm glad. I'm happy you spoke up about that. How did you set it up, man? I ain't, I'm trying to. Do, I need the setup. Was it? How was the setup for us? For all the DIY dads out here. It's just I just grabbed some uh, zip ties, zip tied the shit around the fence, mm-hmm. and it's it is what it is. Like, gotcha. I'm out here right now, vibing. Man. I'm not going outside, nigga. It's too hot. I feel you. You making me want to go out there because that was a flex. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm about to have a lemonade and gin, dog. 
But dig what I'm using. I'm using one of my kids to free fun to the lemonade. Is that an angle? I mean, it's an angle just because of the pure amount of juice that's in them, John. You need two of them. I'm only going to use one of them. I mixed it with another drink I had. I'm going that I feel like Fab wanted to give up a Coco Loso recipe so bad. He, they was digging up Diddy so much. Niggas love Puff Daddy, dog. Of course. When Kiss played Victory, that really struck a chord with me, guys. That's wow. one of the, the no way out because because that's one of the, the one of the just in the series of albums that had came out. That's one of the ones that I knew every word to. I didn't know that he wrote that verse though. I I mean I know that Diddy ain't write his shit, but I didn't know that Kiss wrote it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did, but I didn't remember. Like I didn't remember right. what the verse sounded like. But I when it came on, I remembered every word. You know. I mean, of course, you know the verse. I'm saying I didn't know that. What I was saying, what I said, you know. No, I, mean? I heard you. I heard you. Right. I heard what you said. Right. New York didn't. <laughs> New York, <laughs> New York didn't hear you. I heard you clear. <laughs> Couple. Imagine if he like played that junk. Which one is that? He just got a lot of like, you know what I mean? Kiss kiss battle. That's what I'm saying. Think about his bars against Beans and Fifth when you was yeah, talking about me. when you was talking about back to back and how heavy back to back was. Yeah, but you know how long ago those battles was is exactly my point. You meet and Drake, they're the hardest rappers of their time. That battle was relevant for these soft niggas out here, dog. They didn't come up in this hip hop era like we did. You're right. That battle, that's what that's what I mean. And and then and, and Meek never lost, really lost his step to people for real, except when he got when he got booked. So that's a crucial battle for niggas. That's a crucial battle for niggas. That's all I was saying. And we can't take Drake. That's like the that's like the most like J Cole. Who did he battle? Who did Kendrick battle? Like, who was really somebody that battled somebody besides them two of their era? You got to remember, after that happened, Cass battle. I mean, Beak battle. Cass, the game. That battle brought on a lot of battles for me. <laughs> it opened me up. Everybody was, everybody wanted, everybody was going at me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why it was just a crucial... A crucial battle for the times for me. I never got the zoom rolling, man. I was trying to give you my backdrop. I was trying to give you my backdrop. I was, I was Teddy Riley in here. He's, you said that what? I was Teddy Riley in here. I was fucking up. I was going too hard for the backdrop. I was going too, <laughs> I was going too hard for this setting. Had me starting to, starting to call late, man. Funny as shit. Shit, man. What you got? Give me a little even with ease preview, man. Oh man, I I think we I talked we talked about it pre-show, man. Listen, man, this COVID shit gotta end because Chick-fil-A 
their customer service is down in the quarantine. It started off. It had a spark when it started, but now it's just garbage. You know what I'm saying? It's just garbage. It's horrible. It's pretty bad, man. Like, because they're getting over out here. Like, you can't dispute nothing. Like, you can't go outside. You can't pull up on these niggas. Like, they doing what they want to do. And it is is what it is. Like, you going to just have to... You going to have to just accept that. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's nothing you can do. I ain't now you ain't never lied. I've been having Chick-fil-A struggles. Listen, they're not when I used to when I used to get fries from Chick-fil-A, a large fry, they would run us over. Like it would be fries in the bag. They not even filling them up to the brim. Like I'm seeing, you know how the inside of the red box is white on the inside? Right. I'm seeing white. I'm not seeing fries. Like I'm like they not even filling them up. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's supply and demand. It's supply and demand for Chick-fil-A right now. They just trying to survive out here. They not trying to they surviving. Like they surviving. It's just they just not doing niggas right no more. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Like they got it. But speaking of who not doing niggas right, the Popeyes on Sheltonham and Wadsworth, they are <laughs> so far out of pocket, my nigga. It don't make no sense. <laughs> Bro, I heard one order. I heard one bull come in. I heard them making somebody order, and whatever it was, the, the dude must have got a classic chicken. And they was like, well, give them a spicy. <laughs> Do you know how different the spice of, of Popeye's spicy is from their classic, bro? They classic is a spicy. <laughs> <laughs> they spicy is like a habanero jalapeno. <laughs> they spicy. I said, yo, what if this boy is allergic? Whoever they giving this joint to, what if this boy is allergic to... uh? You know, to the spike, yo, because that joint's spicy, guys. And I'm like, these joints don't understand. They don't understand. That joints is like, the manager smelled like onions. Oh, man, it was just bad. It was bad. They had the sandy water uh, cleaning the tops off of the, uh, what's that little, what's the soda fountain called that they, they got at Wawa and it was a big deal when Wawa first get them? You got the freestyle. Yeah, the coke freestyle, the freestyle down with dirty water. Oh, easy. <laughs> it hurt my heart coming from where we come from in the fast food game. You know the sandy, the sandy water got to be on point. Right. The sandy water she had, it had, it had like, oh, man, they might have wiped down some stations with it first. Man, they, the people just don't know that fast food really got an etiquette to it, man. And it's just sad, man. It's bad out here, man. It's real bad. Like we need some, like like I said, we need some norm- normalcy to come back because I can't do it no more, man. I'm about to tap out. Like every time, I I never been a fan of take. I mean, uh, delivery because it's always cold. Right. 
and it's like your your food super cold in the COVID. Like, if you order from Larry's though, if you order, is your Larry's gonna be cold? Probably not. Directly or through an app. Hmm. Through an app, it's probably gonna be cold. Right. But why would no directly? So, but through an app, I, I see what you're saying. Ordering delivery through an app, that, that's another eating with eating inclusive. Because it's the it's art and science to ordering it through an app. So you got to you gotta see how far the restaurant is from your crib. Just so you can hit the algorithm and be one of the first orders on the drop-off. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You got to hit a, you got to get a joint that's within five miles of your crib or less. Preferably within three miles. Because Sometimes, you know, if they're using Google Maps, they'll still send somebody further than they they need to go, even if you was right around the corner, if you're using the app. But what do I, I order, I order, I order Red Lobster from it. I order Red Lobster off the app. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. I think you told us this, John, and you ordered the extra biscuits. You ain't get the extra biscuits. Oh, that was early on. That was pre-COVID. I got my biscuits this time, except I thought I had more, but I got the two free complimentary. When the thing is, Red Lobster used to give you unlimited biscuits on the delivery. No, not on the delivery, but I feel like they never just gave you two biscuits. What you get the you get the unlimited if you sit down in the restaurant, right? You said they was limiting your biscuit play? No, do you get the unlimited if you sit down in the restaurant? That was the deal? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, listen, I had some I had some red lobster from the King of Prussia red lobster. Them is the best biscuits I ever had. So shout on out the to delivery them. or like on a sit down? No, on a delivery. On the delivery, on the pickup. So on the tweener, I was I picked it up. But um the biscuits was they were still a hot. They were still as if you were sitting down at the table. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't had them that I ain't had them that good from Red Lobster. Red Lobster really been coming through. What 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 fast food spots have been coming through for you? None. I'm, I told you I only gave Chick-fil-A a play. I, that's the only spot I give a play to. I don't even give none of these other fast food spots a chance. Damn. I don't even give nothing else a chance because for me, my wife don't like none of that other shit and I don't... I'm so, I'm so stuck into my shit now. I don't even... Like, when shit was open, you know what I mean... I would buy food for me and not give a fuck. But at this point in my life, I don't mm-hmm. even eat out without her. You know what I'm saying? Like, if right. I make a play and she in the crib, I don't even, I don't get food and shit. Shout Unless out I'm getting us. food I, for everybody. Shout out to us. I got a text message that says exactly this to my wife today. I just told her how I was going to order X, Y, Z today, and I just I can't do it because you're not home. And I don't want to eat. I don't feel like eating without you, dog. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. I don't. I don't. It's corny to me. Like, I don't eat. Because so I can't meals. eat without you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh, quarantining man. too long. <laughs> Yo, no, you've been flexing. That's what I got. That's my E and with E screaming. You've been flexing. So shout out flex. to your no, shout out to your cutting board. That's my E with E. <laughs> shout out to your your cutting board is heavy for me. That joint is tough. That joint is tough. You. That's a flex right there in itself. You cutting it. I'm I got an aged white paper. I'm about to take it out. I'm about to roll up a I'm about to take a shot of tequila, man, in honor of the of this of this socially distanced episode. We were supposed to give him a social distance episode <laughs> a minute ago. ago. But right. you know what I mean. Right. The way the cars played out. Oh yeah! Shout out to uh, I told you. This don't. This ain't eating with ease related. This just. This just my life related. I started a landscaping company, dog. You are intersecting me, man. I well, I need some tree. I need some privacy, please. What's up? <laughs> you want trees, or you want to get you? I mean, we talk about that. We can talk about it over here, but I. Originally, the name was going to be JNC Landscaping Company, but I updated it. It's now called These Hands Landscaping. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Ooh, catch these hands. Give me some love. On, let me get the slogan, <laughs> We got another fresh one. We took that from Tell. We, we, we licensed that from Tell. We under a licensing agreement. Oh, people is definitely getting tell as cuts for they for their lawns, dog. I'm giving out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm giving people their natural grass line that they looking for on their lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I mean, you ain't pushing them back. You hedging. You doing everything that need to be done. Um, I'm doing everything that needs to be done. Shout out to shout out to catch these hands landscaping. <laughs> I'm a fan. I talk too much. I'm about to say I ain't talk too much. I found my OCBs. Shout out to my OCB white papers. I don't know what that is. Organic, there's some organic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. White papers, you know these, John. Yeah. Cigarette papers, the unbleached, John. About to scroll them up. I can't smoke, I can't smoke with none of my. I got grape swisher sweet. These, I want the Wawa. All they had was grape games. I said, up. You know me, I can do that. I'm not a backwoods every time, boy. I I had a pack of woods too. Who makes the woods? Just the woods. I don't know. Those is those, they they high level blunt bills. <coughs> they give me high level. The woods give me high level blunt 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 bill uh, swag. 
You don't smoke backwards either. You smoke backwards in the crowd, too. Right. You vape tolling for real. Facts. In, in real life. <laughs> That's me. I just hate when people act like they... I just hate people smoke backwards like they just been smoking them forever. Every backwards smoker you know got on backwards at some point in life. Backwards been the staple. Niggas was smoking blunts and still smoking backwards. Niggas was smoking Dutchess in default in the backwards when we was growing up. So people acting mm-hmm. like blunt backwards is the thing. Oh, that's just you lost me. Just chill out. Enjoy it, but calm down. Mm-hmm. Calm down, like every roll up that been in the game in Philly or that been in play, niggas. I feel like niggas was still smoking backwards with them. What kind of tequila you got? Cabo Waba. Okay, I saw you throw that. I saw you, I saw you throw that in there. I'm like, throw it in. No, no, I'm saying I saw you uh, throw that in there. Like, yeah, I'm about to take a shot. I thought you was like, yeah, where you at? Why? Because I'm off the Bombay and lemonade with the wine. You know what I'm saying? With a hit of vodka. You know what I mean, and I got some blue coat gin too. Shout out to blue coat. But I had that in my uh. The Bloomers was sponsored by Bombay and Blue Coat. Two, two gems, one light, one dark. I had some swag for you. I had one white, one yellow, and now they're sad, dog. You ain't catch that. No, you was breaking up. I ain't hear none of that. No, I said I had two gems out for you. The Bloomers was sponsored by... Uh, Bombay and blue coat tonight. Okay. You got the local and you got the uh... Yep. Yep. Okay. The Snoop do Tanger Ray. Mm-hmm. And uh I bought I, I'm forever on the Bombay obviously because Wiz put me on, but in Philly I put a side on to the Bombay and he got a crazy he got a crazy quotable on let's get it. Where he says, still in Bombay on my ball mains, I mess with But I had bought him his first bottle of Bombay that day. He made that shit up. So that just gave me a green light on the Bombay. We fucked that shit up. But speaking of which, is who wants to do a versus with YL <laughs> in Philly? That's where I'm at with it. I feel like I will, I will, my claim to fame lies there. But niggas want to be. Niggas want to hop in my crate and let me do my verses, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I got some heaters, these. So, oh, man, I'm ready to go at Chill Moody. Like, I'm ready to go for, I'm ready to go for Chill Moody. Cause I just, <laughs> I, I'm ready to just go for somebody who got clout, ease. Who else got the clout? <laughs> I got a clout chase, ease. Chill Moody Damn. got the clout for me. You versus Chill Moody in the verses. Yeah, he don't got the songs I got. He's, he don't got them. I never heard them. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I definitely want to say I definitely got you in the verses versus Joe Moody. Like I don't, I don't know his catalog, but he got a catalog, so maybe he got, he got a catalog. You know what I'm saying? It depends on who go first. Like, cause it's, cause a lot of them drugs. Cause then it come down to, can we get them? Oh, you freestyled over this. Oh, I rapped over this joint too. And then there's mm-hmm. bar for bar play. You know what I'm saying? And it's, mm-hmm. I don't That's know true. his bars. I don't know his freestyle. So I would just have to hear it. You know what I mean? This is why this is a good versus battle because me and him are <laughs> equally the most mysterious rappers in Philly with the most clout. Like, my clout is so behind the scenes with it. But, like, a lot of our clubs are the same. It's there. You know what I mean? You just reminded me. You just reminded me, man. I feel like we shout this nigga out a lot of episodes. But I'm going to shout him out again. Gianni Lee. He had the Audi commercial. You seen that shit? He said, I'm said it was filmed in Germany. That shit was hard. Yeah, that shit was tough. I saw it. That shit was hard. I saw it. I, I feel like Dame Dash when you start, when you mention certain people, because I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like I did my part for niggas. And I'm not man, it, is, nothing, but it is what it is, man. Just, I'm just going, I'm, not, I'm just I'm going to make it up, but I'm just. I big the I just I big him up on the last episode for that. That's not that wasn't new. For the for the for the commercial. Yeah, that commercial wasn't new. He just dropped it though. I don't think that joint was new. I don't, I don't know. I don't, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, even if look, because I'm getting to the point where I'm getting a little on. So even if I did, I feel like I shouted him out last show. That's all. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not coming from that, but we just gotta do better. Our black creatives of like we talk. That's what I mean. This is where the Black Lives Matter around me. Like people will get a, get together around like George Floyd or all these other people, but get together around the people that you actually know and touch and see and and their favorites for favorites in your life. You gotta get around them people and push them people to the top. All I'm saying is within my own network, I might not have done that with myself to the level that I've done that with the people around me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's a fact, man. So I wasn't trying to uh, I wasn't trying to take no luster from this shit because can't no luster be taken from that. That shit, that shit was lit. Like I said, you want to keep pushing for the creative people in Philly. So we need this Y.O. Chill movie version. So I'm going to just, we just going to let that go out there on the movie. And if people want to go in duos, if people want to go in duos, then whoever, I'm putting me in the side little mini catalogs up against anybody's y'all. Chris and Neef, whoever. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I might not put it up against uh, against Boo Bonnick and, and what you call him, but what's the other nigga from Most Wanted? Um, Mr. Man and Boo Bonnick. Mr. Man and Boo Bonnick. Who is the Philly duo? The Jersey Jeff and the Fresh Prince. The Young Guns. Uh, who else? I'm trying to I'm trying to see who can my who can my line that really win it. 
Right. Oh, the only duo would be the Young Guns that I could think of. Oh, Dutchman and oh, uh, Spade and Dutch and Spade, Owen Sparks. We got to come back to. Damn, we made it back. <clears throat> yes, sir. I have more COVID chronicles for you. I want the Marshalls, man. Oh, you tap back in the Marshalls? They back out here? They back out here, bro. Did you wait in line to go to Marshalls? It was a small line, but only because they was only letting 109 people in the store. Uh When have you been at only 109? When have you been in the store Marshalls with 109 other people (laughs) in your life? I never, never, I never counted like, but Bro. I'm, a, I'm assuming it was 109 out there some of them times. I guess it wasn't because I was in the store with 109 people, and I just scanned back all the times I ever been in the Marshalls with this many people, and it was February, bro. It was never. <laughs> people was hyped to get back to Marshalls, though. You, you gotta expect that. I came up in Marshalls. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure they had heat. But, like, the, but the angle is they're social distancing and they're maxing out the stores more than they ever been maxed out. Like the casinos saying they only operate in that 50% capacity. Marshall is, is operating at 100% capacity. I don't know what capacity they saying they is, but 109 people in the store is probably 60, 64 more than I ever been with in the store total of Marshalls. <laughs> Come on, with three cashiers, bro. Louise, what are we talking about? I'm the just, line, but that's what I'm line. saying. Like everybody, I think I've been in Marshalls and there's been 109 people in there, especially no. the Marshalls at uh, at Franklin Mills or whatever Philadelphia Mills. I hear you. I don't think it was. I think it was 109 people in there. But you've been in there with 109 people when they. That's what I'm saying. The clicker. That John is husky, and everybody who was in Marshalls when I'm saying there was 109 people in there, everybody wasn't copping. You in there with 109 people who didn't just come here to look like nobody is. Nobody is window shopping in this climate. Like you can't. You can't go to the store just to, you know what I mean? You used to go to the store to bullshit, like, but now you bullshitting with a purpose. Like, you might be bullshitting, but that's, you definitely leaving with something. That's all well and good. My angle is more to the COVID aspect of it and the social distancing. These places are not social distancing. This is not... Whatever social distancing is supposed to be doing, I think is reverse. You putting all these people in here, you got three cashiers, it's 10 registers. That's an angle, he's. So people just stand in these environments with all these people for longer than they should be. But you only <laughs> social distancing the cashiers, but we in the line back to back to back all the way to the back of the store. Yeah. Like I figured, this old lady hit me when I was in line. She said she was she. I was I came in and I'm in the men's section. I was in the Norristown gym. I'm in the men's section. I'm on Trooper Road. I'm in the men's section and I'm it's right up front. I came in. I shot right across 
right up front with my car trying to get some tees, trying to, you know, see what the tee game and the underwear game mean. It's a line right there. My man told me, speaking of tee game, my man told me it's a drought on the Lacoste tees out here. It wasn't when I was in the store. Okay. And them Jones, because I'm like, I, do I want do I want 10 Gil Dan's for $8 or do I want three Lacoste for 20 <laughs> I want three Lacoste for 20 because the Gil Dan's is, they eight Jones, they eight wares. The Lacoste Jones is three. I don't know how many plays I'm getting out of them Jones. You know what I'm You're saying? one play out of them. No, you tripping. I get multi-wares out of my Lacoste tees. Not, not on no, like, this the move, but I will wear it again. Like I'm not re-wearing the Gildan junk. Well, whatever. I'm not paying three dollars for ten twenty dollars for ten tees and getting I I copped up on white tees. Like I copped some Nordica Jones, I think. I'd be going left with it. Like I had to, I had my days with the look all shit. First, I want to buy other shit. For me, it's the feel, too. Like, they put a little bit of the spandex in the tee. I like that. Like That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a different material. It ain't just a cotton, 100% cotton situation. Well, look, the old lady told me, you might want to you might want to go get in line now. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I, look at the, I look at the line. I look back where she was at. She was coming around the bend, but she still wasn't at the front. I said, damn, she right. I was like, first I was like, who the fuck is this old lady talking to? <laughs> but then I was like, damn, an old white lady want to give me some sound advice? And I only believe that Black Lives Matter with an insurance policy because this is America. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong with niggas, man? So I got my ass to the back. I said, put my ass in line. That was the first. My come ups was I got some stance, my intersects. I got, I had, it was some stance socks, Sixers Jones, black and gold with their gold Sixers emblem and the gold stance emblem. And the sock is black and it got some gold undertones. Them Jones was $1.50. Damn. Yeah, I came up and I, I should have resold them, but I wanted them all. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like uh, my profit margin on them Jones obviously would have been through the roof. I right, you could have at least <laughs> minimum. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what they go for, but I could have. Even if I sold them Jones for that's eight, what I was about to say. Even if you sold them for a nickel, your profit margin was there. Right. So I got NBA socks. Six pack for five fifty. I got three six packs. Some was some was eight fifty, seven fifty, five fifty. You know what I'm saying? Those was my hot. Those was my hot take. Otherwise, like Marshalls don't have the home. You got to go to Home Goods and shit to get the plates and shit. Now, I was checking for like plates and cutlery, but I did get a nice mattress cover from there too. And oh, where is there uh, Marshalls in North Sand? I'm thinking that. Uh... It's not Norristown. It's Audubon, really. It's okay. almost it's Trooper Road. Okay. It's right before North. It's on the right before Norristown. Okay. Yeah, it's Trooper Road where that Walmart at, and that Wawa over there. So, 
that joint, but listen, it was a light line. Um, they spraying down the carpet, the carts. I like that they was giving you water because it was hot as shit. So shout out to all the. They was giving out complimentary water. Yeah. So inside about... or outside? Both. They. That's the angle. When I was outside, when I was coming in, the line was cool. I had blue. I I I was looking for my mask while my wifey was in line, so I didn't even know I was gonna find a mask. So I lit the rest of my clip up. I'm just blowing in the parking lot, tailgating the joint. Right. <laughs> so I actually get fried, and then you know when you fry, shit come alive for you. So I'm fried. I find a mask. So why? I'm like, this is perfect timing. This is perfect too. Why do white people hate the mask, dog? Like, why are people like? Because white people are what the black people call woke. White people know that the mask is fucked up because they had good science classes in high school, nigga. <laughs> we don't. We ignorant as fuck. We just want to <laughs> wear the mask because that's what they saying. You got to wear to go outside. So we going to wear it. That's some nigga shit. Right. White people have rights and they believe that it, it infringes on their rights and they, they just get to be pretending. Be, they get to be actively smarter and more engaged than us in the matrix, bro. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. So, I'm just saying how it plays out. I don't agree with it either, but how it plays out, black people just, we just, we question, when we do start to question shit, most times it's the wrong questions, it's the wrong motives, like, we just don't get to the core shit. Questioning wearing a mask is something I don't need to do though as a black person. So it's like that it's a battle I don't even need to fight. What you need to be worried about is how and I told this girl this man, every time it's Black Lives Matter, they always throw the gays in with it and then they do more for the LGBT community and they still leave all the nigga shit on the table. Like, how did they manage to tell you that the LGBT community won X, Y, Z in the middle of all this shit going on with black people? They like, oh, the Supreme Court ruled on this. And that shit, like, that shit blew, put all this water and chemical, and you know what I mean? <laughs> and fireproof shit on top of the movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just don't, I just don't get the, uh, I don't know, I don't get the, is is this shit racism or is it classism? It's all of it. It's all in one. Like, cause what sector is LGBTQ? Like, or you know what I mean? Or L, you know what I mean? What 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 is that? What is that considered? What sector is that? Like? Whatever sector is considered, is considered. If you choose to be gay, that's worth more than your blackness. That's what it implies. If you know what I'm saying, right? It's like blackness is below that. Cause like, look at all this. It's happening for us because black is black, like uh, uh, LG, LG, whatever the joint, LGBTQ, whatever it is, uh, LB, what is LB? Hey, bro, your guess is better. It's better. Listen, whatever the uh, sexuality joint is, that joint it has white people in it. They got people with bread in it, and moves get made, like right. I don't want to sound ignorant or not being able to. No, you gonna sound ignorant to represent that that uh class or whatever it is. But it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I I don't know. I'm my class is fucking middle class. Like you know what I'm saying. Like at the end right. of the day, 
I'm trying to get out of this class. <laughs> right. I'm trying to graduate out of right. middle class. And you know what I mean? It is what it is. If it don't happen, it don't happen. But it's like... But before you graduate out of middle class, nigga, you got to go from lower to middle class, lower middle class to middle middle class. Right. Upper, right. upper middle class. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. It's, it's degree... Is levels to the degrees of it, and like you said, like I'm just trying to, I'm trying to graduate out of all of the middle classes, though. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. That's what it is, man. Uh, you got anything else? <laughs> yeah. I got a lot more. He's I got plenty more. <laughs> I forgot to take take another shot. Let me get this shot rolling, man. Yeah, I got you. Let me, I'm gonna pour something in. I really can't. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you wasn't. You wasn't feeling the fab, John. You know I'm not the biggest uh loso guy. That make it hard though. I told Dinkus, I said if if Kiss was Reggie Miller, then Fab is Rip Hamilton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they kinda do the same thing, but they really don't. And they play they played in the same era. <laughs> One just a little bit longer. Rip Hamilton got a chip though. Yeah, so do Fab. What's his chip? Just a lot of shit. Uptown vibes. And Kiss don't have a chip. Kiss in the Hall of Fame. Cause Reggie I Miller, said, do Kiss have a chip though? Reggie. Reggie Miller would be the sixth all time, but I'm tripping if Jerry West. Am I can? I don't know if Kiss Kiss got chips. Kiss got chips. You know what I'm saying. So what what would you say it would be the other way around? I'm just asking questions. I don't really have a comparison for these two. Off top, like just you put me on the spot. I don't want to. They are from the same era. It's just kiss started a little bit earlier, though. and that's right that's what I meant about the Reggie Miller. Show okay, right okay. And plus, and plus, just Reggie Miller just carried his team at all times. Like a rip, just was a nice. He was a solid player on the scene. Yeah, he ain't necessarily carrying. And see, that's what I'm saying. Now you disrespecting the locks. Like now you you went from you went from disrespecting kiss to. Disrespect the locks lot. is underdogs. That's the perfect analogy. The locks is underdogs. But he carried them. I said he didn't. I said he. You say I, he carried his team like he anchored them. I'm gonna say he anchored them. Uh, that's a better word. Anchored. Reggie Miller anchored the Pacers, but they team his team was nice too. They had Mark Jackson. They had a lot of good niggas. You know what I'm saying he anchored them. All right, man. I'm just saying that's why I didn't want to use comparisons for them too. Like, cause you know what I mean. 
It's no oh. comparisons for them two. That might have been a bad comparison. I get what you, but you wasn't using the, you weren't using Reggie Miller and Rip Hamilton for Fab and Jada Kiss accolade wise. You was no. more so using it for they was the same type of player, and they came and in, one came before right. the other one. I got you, right? I and got they you. Did similar things, but they did the similar things in different ways. But they still was kind of in the same type of lane, same position. Because, like, Rip could hit threes, but he don't shoot threes. He shoot more mid-ranges. Reggie Miller could hit mid-range, but he don't shoot more mid-ranges. He shoot more threes. The niggas both run off a 1,000 screens a game. Right. They don't dribble the rock. They catch and shoot. They still similar, but you know what I'm saying? That's how Fab and Kiss is to me. They similar, but, like, Reggie Miller was going for the jugular at all times, and so was Rip. It just Rip is more laid back with it. This is exactly my point. <laughs> Freddie versus Jason. It was supposed to be a celebration, not an annihilation, man. Right. So that's all I can say. Like, it's right. Is these your bars? Because that was <laughs> that you just throwing it. That in was real just quick? me just throwing I'm on my Michael Eric Dyson in the second oh, half. Oh, you said Freddie versus Jason. It was supposed to be an annihilation. And whoa, whoa, I'm fucking I, your bars. Yeah, up. you definitely fucking it up, man. Just, just chill. Let it Run breathe. It back me. Let me get I it. I said Freddie versus Jason. That was Monday. Freddie versus Jason. It was supposed to be a celebration, but it turned into an annihilation. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, it was, you know, it still was a celebration. Like, they cool. Like, but you know what I mean? Fab, he definitely hurt from that, June. Like, damn. He's hurt. It's not his fault, dog. You was you not DJ Booth. DJ Booth present. He might as well should have been Marball out there. Marball would have did better. DJ Booth is an excuse for the inevitable, man. I don't, I just don't know what, you know what I mean? Fab know his catalog. Like he could have, like he could have executive decisioned a lot of shit from the rip. Right. It's he, his catalog at the end of the day. It's not. It wasn't his DJ in the verses, but he kept Booth. I trust Booth. It was that was, and that's your fault then, right? You can't use that as an excuse then if you trust him. You know what I mean? Nah, but you seen, you seen Kiss. I can't. Kiss I can't was say strategizing. Right. That's what the verses is though. Right. They say they were saying Rick Ross versus T.I. I like that. I would like Rick Ross versus Jeezy more, though. Rick Ross versus Jeezy is the beef squash. They don't have beef. So they say. They shouldn't. They got too much bread, but that don't never stop nobody. Ross versus Jeezy. That'd be interesting. I mean, I don't think it would be good for Ross. People people like Jeezy more, so it might. And Jeezy is not a like what people. Jeezy's not. Jeezy's more uh, street credible than Ross for people. So I think the Ti shit, the Ti Ross shit, it's in the same vein. It's they the similar artists. They the alternative people from their city that still made it big. 
Yeah, it ain't been too many up to date Jones. I think uh, J Cole versus Kendrick would be popping too. I don't know. I don't yo. I I be thinking something wrong with me, bro. But I fuck with the pimp a butterfly and the theme of it all because it brought us up to the times. But I just don't fuck with Kendrick bars, guys. I I just can't. I hear you. That joint is a that's a heavy medicine uh, album though. Like it's not a lot of candy in the medicine. Right. That's why people love right, Good right, Kid, right. Mad City because it's you know it's a lot of candy with the medicine with the message. You know what I'm saying? And then damn. Is like it's still he giving you, you know what I'm saying, a little bit, you know what I mean? He fil- he right. filtering it. It's a pimp a butterfly is heavy as shit. Right. Like that drone is heavy. And it's you know, it's I think it's also I feel you though, cause I don't know Kendrick Bars, but I, I love listening to Kendrick Lamar rap though. Right. Like, but I don't know bars though. Well, that's what I'm. That's where I come in. At I don't know none of his shit, and the shit I like is is dated. Like the shit that was really in pocket for me was Good Kid, Man City, Section Eighty. Them songs is bangers. I'm about to add them shits to my library tonight and play. Right, but shit. Section Eighty is hard though. It's still hard to this day. That's why I'm about to play it because I just miss when you used to run. Yo, yep. When you when you was in your DJ prime. It was certain Jones that really went for me. <laughs> and a lot of the Kendrick Jones went for me. But the way you used to play him, he had Jones to go with mm-hmm. him. Like, like Section 80. You know what it is. Like, them yeah. the ones. Them the ones. But, like, he don't got no quotables for me. He though. don't have a lot of quotables when, when I think about it either. But he got... He got a lot of good songs, though. Right. A lot of them. Yep. Damn. So Fab got Fab took an L, man. That this was a bad matchup for him, yo. It was the right matchup for him. It was the right matchup because that's what the people wanted. It's just they've always just. They gave you the verses before the verses. They gave you the mixtape, Freddie versus Jason. They gave you the tour. Like, they've right. been selling you the verses, but we cool. And it right. all came to a head. Like, this was the final. This was, like, the the final level of that shit where you actually get to, you know what I mean, actually see that shit. Right. And that was a playoff. I think it was a playoff. That shit was after Drake versus Lil Wayne, right? Yeah, but, yo. Kiss had to have Diddy send him his stems like or something. That shit was too crispy. He had to mix most of that <laughs> shit the night before. Remix, remix that. That stuff was too crispy to be <laughs> 15, 20 years old. <laughs> and then Fab shit all... Fat mixers is just too they not there. Right. Booth didn't have the stems. That's what you're saying. That's really what you're saying. Kiss had the CD. Kiss had he had the, the CD quality of his shit, of everything he played right. 
where Fab DJ right. was like, yeah, I got this. He had right. the YouTube we can go right over to YouTube and download this joint. It's nothing. You can't go on wax with a nigga named DJ Booth. Yo, what's the name of this episode? Booth? This the Booth episode? Yeah. This the Booth episode. Because <laughs> July 4th is Booth, too. <laughs> Especially after Juneteenth. This is, that's perfect. Yeah, Thank man. you. This the Booth episode. Like people, man, we need to just take a step into it. I stepped outside. I be looking. I got the hood look when I step outside. I'm always looking. But, like, yo, it really felt like God just patted me on the shoulder. Like, nigga, step outside. Like, enjoy it, dog. Like, we just, I be trying to explain to my wife sometimes. Like, I do a lot of freeing things. But some days I'm just like, you know, I'm with the people. I'm black. I'm Because I am. So I'm like, yo, it's really tough being a black man sometimes, bro. Yeah, it, really it is. is. It really is. Just like even the shit you think you, you got, you got it good in some areas. It's still like, you still go through it. You still maneuver through life differently. Which is crazy. I feel you. But shout, shout out to Fab because he took, he kept. He kept taking shots for Kobe, and I fuck with that. Mm-hmm. So this, so this, this for Miss Jones. I'm gonna take my shot for Kobe. Damn, I gotta go get another one. I just, I just seen an Instagram post <laughs> where it said that Kobe was mad in the locker room after they won that. Uh, I don't know if it was the first or second chip. The second chip. And he was mad like that. You know uh-huh. when he posted with the leather jacket with the trophy in the locker room. Yeah. And they said he was mad yeah. like that because it's the end of the games. Damn. I'm like, damn, that's heavy. That's heavy. That's nutty. But I'm I'm pouring up too, man. Yeah, you. It's crazy for you. I'm such a reserved Kobe fan in my older age, but. I really fought for Kobe in that era, bro. I know. In my, I remember. In my young boy life, I used to try to tell people how tough Kobe was, and they did him how they do everybody else. He had to, he had to pass before people really. That's did. not true. He's. I was one of the people. He didn't pass. He didn't pass for people. No, to... I know, I know, I know, I know, right. I know, I know. But still. Uh, for me, I'm drawing because I was one of the people in your life when he came. I was happy that he was cooking in Philly for that All-Star game. And niggas booed him. Ease that shit broke my heart, bro. In the All-Star game, I was like, I was saying shit like, this is why Philly fans ain't never going to win nothing. Right. Because you just don't do that because if you know a player like Kobe, this nigga loves Philly, bro. He in his head, he's a Philly bull. I keep telling you that. Right. <laughs> Shit, Kobe's going through it with Vanessa. Drake's dropping verses talking about she wasn't with you shooting in the gym. Where is Kobe? On 54th Street eating a cheesesteak. Yo, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get no realer than that. <laughs> and he's laughing it off. Like, you know what I'm saying? It don't get no realer than that. 
Like Will Smith is from that neighborhood. He's not out there. He, he's with, like he's he's with he's with uh, Dwayne Martin. <laughs> Did you, you take your shot yet? I'm about to take the shot. I'm about to take. I took one. I'm taking another one. Which you ain't uh, you ain't say nothing. You ain't give me none of your Dwayne Martin hot takes. That's cool too. <laughs> Man, you be sliding. I just, I just, I just put it out there. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Like I don't, I don't have any information to confirm or deny that shit. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. That was already. It's out been there. out there. You just, is yeah. I'm about to say you just decided to toss it, put your hands on, it, toss it back out. There. I just cause, cause I feel like I don't know. Cause they also were saying Alcina got the blessings from Will, cause Will was partaking the same. Will was partaking in Alcina too. Okay. Yeah, that sound about right. I thought you was going somewhere else with it, but we that made me think too, and that sound about right too. But you ready for this shot? Right, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, that was a real damn. And you were talking about flex. I gotta tell you once again, I'm gonna give you a light flex. I got a pink Himalayan salt shot glass. So I'm That's so I'm salt shot lineman my shot every time. Just off of taking it out of the shot glass. And then I just cut up a key line. That's a flex. I cut up a key line too. Mine's just in my, in my <laughs> That's when I was asking you, should I, how many wedges should I Okay. Have? I'm drinking gin, though. I'm off the Bombay Sapphire. You're not a gin bull. I got to get you off a gin drunk. I'm super gin bull. You Hendrix boy though. <laughs> no, I'm not. What kind of gin you fuck with? My go-to probably Tango Ray, but I like the Bombay too. I love Tango Ray, bro. But it just Tango Ray is wild, bro. Tango Ray is wild, bro. I like the Bombay is healthier. Right. I'm trying to get into the blue coat. What's I gotta put you on this blue coat because you. I have the blue coat. I ain't crazy about it. You ain't had this blue coat. I got the the I got the one that's finishing the oak barrels. I got the brown the brown version. Yeah, this a bloomer's bottle right here. I gotta bring this through. But yeah, let me get my uh shit off. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to call it a night. I don't know about you, man. No, we did good. The first thing we cut off it was two hours in, so. So you already know what it is, man. It's OGEs, aka IPAEs, aka Herb Gotti. Even though you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you it's still it's Herb Gotti, aka Beethoven. You know what I'm saying? I'm still Beethoven. Where are is Matisse Highball? Matisse Highball is coming back. The season is restarting, and the Sixers is in the playoffs. So Matisse Highball is still out here. 
A.K.A. Matisse High. Yeah, I mean. Yes, sir. Well, Wilder King, once again, another fresh one. A Bloomer's Hippie Hour success. What we say we were calling the booth, this? This the booth, the booth of July. <laughs> this the booth of July. <laughs> yeah, this is going crazy, <laughs> man. Shout out to Fab. Shout out to Fab. Shout out to uh, Kiss. Yeah, absolutely, man. Kiss really had me rolling, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. We out, man. I'm having it, man. We out, man. I'm having it. It's our social distance. What we call this? Our social our COVID. Yeah, this, it's our late COVID. This our this our version of a COVID chronicle. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get the Zoom on. I couldn't, I couldn't get my Zoom rolling on my Teddy Riley shit, man. Why well, I feel like Coach Coach was reminding me of the boy that was dancing with Teddy Riley. Coach Presco. Coach P, definitely. Yeah. yeah, he gave me that energy. Like. <laughs> he said he gonna be that nigga right. for Halloween. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yo, that shit had me roll. I could really see him though, bro. That shit had me rolling earlier, bro. <laughs> That's funny as shit, man. <laughs> that is too funny, man. But yeah, man. Another person with late bloomers, man. We still out here. We still at it. I mean, let's have it. Let's have it, bro. We have it. Right, peace. peace.